Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. The Tech Beat. The Tech Beat. With Andy Wells. And welcome to the very first episode of the Tech Feed. Indeed, I am Andy Wells, and thanks for joining me. Today, we're talking the blockchain. It's something you've perhaps heard of, but quite likely that you actually have no idea what it is or how it may impact your life or not impact your life. So joining me today is Al Bentley. He's the CEO and founder of investment app Simply Wall Street, and more importantly, a finance whiz who is an expert in blockchain. Hi, Al. How's it going, Andy? Really good. Uh, great to talk to you today. And um, now, Al, you feature in a new video for Yahoo Finance explaining blockchain to kids. Is it really that simple? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I am one of the uh, new investors on, on Yahoo Finance. Um, well, I think it is quite simple at a high level, yeah. Um, it, it gets pretty technical pretty quickly, but just to understand the basics, I think, I think actually you can explain it to kids. Now, it says here, look at your bio here, you're a self-taught investor. Now, I imagine that's not a path that everyone could travel. Uh, I think you'd be surprised. I think a lot of people just basically dive into it. I mean, if you put it another way, how many people do you know that go on a training course to learn to invest? Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so, okay, well, let's let's get stuck into it. So without the visual aids uh, that are in your uh, your online video, give us the basics. What exactly is blockchain and, and why should I be interested in it? Well, uh, blockchain in a very simple layer is, it, is uh, you could think of it as a different way of storing um, data. And, and the way I think I explained it on the Yahoo Finance for the kids was rather than having all the data uh, stored in one place, um, and the usual example would be in a bank or something where you might, when, when people make a trade or a transaction, the, the, the way the record of that transaction is kept in a single location by a financial institution, rather than do that, how it works with blockchain is that lots of people are verifying that transaction, and once there's a sufficient people who verified it, it gets added to basically the blockchain as it's called. And so that's where you have what would be known as a distributed ledger. And so even if one of those computers that process that transaction disappears, it wouldn't matter because all the other computers are, still have the same information. So how can we then uh, apply that to things that are uh, you know, going to be interesting to the everyday person? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's two things why there's been so much hype around blockchain. Um, one is that the price of many of the coins, like Bitcoin, for example, uh, skyrocketed last year, and that got a lot of people excited. But that's that's just the price of the coins. That's nothing particularly to do with the technology, um, and that's where the really big disconnect occurred. Um, and as you know, most people when they they like the idea of a, a get rich quick scheme. Um, and to some people, that's what this was. Um, so that's nothing to do particularly with the technology, to be honest. But originally, most people were excited about blockchain because of the possibilities that it has to change the way that we we make transactions. And so, you know, there's, uh, there's lots of different applications that people have talked about, everything from decentralized currencies, you know, where you don't need governments or financial institutions to be controlling the economy or the currency, how it works at the moment, and also other ideas such as smart contracts or, you know, sort of basically anywhere where you are trading, 
where you don't need to have this kind of centralized power controlling that and it can all be done in a decentralized manner. So those are, those are the two bits of why people are getting excited, but they're sort of interrelated, but actually they're not really related. Okay, so just uh, just rewinding back a little bit, you mentioned the coins there. Specifically, you are, you're talking about cryptocurrencies, which, of course, as you also mentioned, really started to get into sort of mainstream media around the end of uh, 2017 uh, because suddenly... Uh, you know, people were getting rich very quickly by investing in them. So people would have heard of some of these like uh, Bitcoin, uh, XRP, maybe uh, Litecoin, just to, to name a few of them. So these are all built on blockchain technology. Um, should that make us feel better about these virtual currencies or invisible money, as you put it in your video? I mean, yeah, so they're all implementations of a blockchain, but they do vary slightly, although broadly speaking, they're fairly similar. They also share a lot of other characteristics in that very few of them have ever been used at a large scale for any transactions. Um, and that's really where the problem lies. So these currencies were invented. People got excited by saying this currency is going to change the world. We're going to be able to use it to replace currency or replace some other kind of transactions. But in generally speaking, that, that never happened. Actually, I think the most popular use of one of the popular cryptocurrencies, Ethereum, was something called crypto kitties where people were actually trading these virtual kittens. So that's a great example where, you know, they, they, these currencies didn't really come anywhere close to achieving what the original goal was. So it really, really came down to hype rather than actual, you know, and so for the everyday person, you know, I mean, you can think of it as invisible money is, would be one way, but reality for the, for the everyday person, I, I wouldn't have thought, being too concerned about blockchain might is probably a good good position to be in right now. I wouldn't get you know I wouldn't get too worried about it. Okay, so still very early days for for cryptocurrencies, kind of finding their feet and you know possible use cases for some of them. Um, what do you see as the future for cryptocurrency? Well, to be honest, um, it's even now, you know, towards the end of twenty eighteen, quite funny to be talking about it because it's it's really gone on such a um, you know, it's almost like a gold rush that has occurred and, and it's gone, you know. Um, most of, almost all of the coins have lost the majority of their value. And so some people actually got burnt very badly buying in what, you know, into what they thought was going to make them rich and did the opposite. Um, again, that those I wouldn't consider those to be investments. They I would com consider those to be purely speculative gambling. Um so then the question is, what, yeah, what is the future for blockchain? And right now, I think that there needs to be some, you know, like I said, the original technology didn't, wasn't able to achieve what everyone hoped it could. Um, it, it, never, it was never effective in being, being used as a currency. One of the big problems with the original implementations is that they used a huge amount of power of, of uh, you know, electricity to process the transactions. And in, I think in total... They were using more energy than entire countries, you know, small countries, that is. And so that and that also limited them heavily because once people did want to start transacting heavily, they, they, they didn't work. The, the, the time to process a transaction took way too long. So they just they just the technology just like the ideas there, but it, the technology is not yet not yet effective. Um, so that's one thing that needs to be overcome. And I don't right now we're not anywhere close to that. And then secondly, I think what people started to realize that whilst the idea of having a magical currency not controlled by 
a centralized authority might have some interesting advantages that uh, can also be huge disadvantages. And already with a lot of these coins, they turned out to be scams. <laughs> so, um, you know, so in a way, yes, it's all great that it, it can be decentralized, but sometimes you need some kind of um, centralization uh, and control. So it's, it's, uh, that's the other piece that I don't think has really been answered yet. So I think, frankly, I hope something interesting happens with the technology because it is super interesting, but I don't think it's imminent. Now, assuming people are still listening in and interested, where would you suggest they could learn more about uh, blockchain or maybe even just uh, cryptocurrency or investing in general? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of stuff written online, a um, lot of articles, there's whole websites dedicated to it. You can find a lot on Yahoo Finance, for example. Um, so there's, there's heaps and heaps of stuff. But one thing I would be careful of is looking at, you need to be aware of the dates of what you're reading uh, because even a year ago or six months ago, the situation was very different. So just be careful of who you're reading, what you're reading. And I think the fact that we're talking about it now after what's happened, is it's a great example of, there's a famous quote, which is that if your mum's asking you about it, then I would sell because it means it's way too late. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not, I, I don't think now people are still looking at it. It's very tempting for humans to want to find a get rich quick system and they don't, they don't exist. But um, I think a lot of people hope that that's actually what they thought blockchain was rather than, rather than understanding it as a, a new currency. So I think that's really what it comes down to is this human tendency to get excited about uh, what they believe can be a big winner. Excellent. Well, Al, I guess we will uh, see you around somewhere on uh, Yahoo Finance. And uh, I want to thank you again for your time today. No problem. Okay, thanks, Andy. The Tech Peak will now terminate. Visit techdaily.com.au. And thanks to everyone else for joining me for the very first episode of The Tech Feed. We'll see you soon.